Mad Mag here, and welcome to Mad Mag's Curio Symporium. We're going to be talking about the super black moon in Virgo. Today is Friday, August 30th, 2019. For me, it is a rainy day. We've been having storms off and on. That would be because of the hurricane coming in to hit the Florida coast. Some of that weather is getting pushed up our direction. I am totally safe and in no way near Florida, but the impact is in fact pushing some of that weather up towards us and so for us it's not that bad but if any of you are listening to this in florida i really hope that you are making safe choices this might not be the ideal time for you to go out and do any particular new moon rituals but for me i'm going to be able to step out even if it's raining then i will just collect some of that sweet sweet moon water specifically super black moon water So let's talk about what some of those terms mean. I'm sure plenty of you know what a supermoon is, but for anybody that has heard it in passing and never done a deep dive, I went ahead and wrote out a little description. So when we're talking about a supermoon, it's either going to be a new moon or a full moon, and it's going to be when that new moon or full moon is happening during the moon's closest point to the Earth during its orbit. So the moon orbits the Earth in an elliptical pattern, which means that at certain points during the orbit, it is significantly closer. And I believe it's called um, perigree is the term for when the moon is closest to the Earth. So it can take place while it's in, you know, waning gibbous, waxing gibbous, when it's, you know, just a crescent. It can occur at any point. But when the perigree of the moon takes place during a new or full moon, we call it a supermoon. And because it is closer to the Earth, it is going to appear larger and brighter. And I think there is a, an, a measurement of it has to be within this like 90 degree, 90 degrees closer than any other point in the orbit to qualify as well. Like there's an additional form of determination. So we're going to be seeing the moon much, much closer. It's going to be more impactful. Those of us who do ascribe additional, I guess, cost benefit to the moon's proximity to the earth, having a new moon closer, that just means that the energy of it being a new moon is going to be stronger, more impactful. And a new moon, it is the bookend. It is the beginning and ending of the lunar cycle and it is the time when for most of us it is the time of reflection and setting our intentions for the next lunar cycle Um, especially if we want to do some more involved crafting more involved spell work otherwise we just sort of use it as a guide for our moon our monthly intents, our monthly cycles. Like this month, I am going to focus on XYZ for these reasons, and we can use the lunar phase as a means of guidance. So it's also the second new moon in the month of August, and that's what makes it a black moon. So the term blue moon is when you have more than one full moon in a, um, or in a month, I should say. In January, for example, I believe we had a blue moon. Now I can't remember. I know we had the super blood wolf moon. It was like a big deal. But (laughs) now I can't remember it and I'm tripping over my words. Basically, the blue moon being that double full moon, the black moon just means a 
an additional new moon in the monthly cycle. So that emphasizes even more the new beginnings that a new moon can represent. One of the things to consider, you set intentions at the beginning of August, I believe August 1st was the first full moon of the month. And you're having a chance here at the very end of August, there's like that additional energy for reevaluation. The other thing about the moon, it is in Virgo right now. So with Virgo, that's an earth sign. It's going to, I, I kind of see it. It is the, um, it is the sign of administrative sensibilities. It is your earth sign. It is definitely a good time for grounding. Being an earth sign, it speaks to our physical well-being. So this is a great time to set any intentions on minding our health. Maybe there is a routine that you want to get into as we come into fall and into winter. It's a great time to start preparing ourselves to shift the nature of our physical activities, our diets, so that we are more in line with the earthly rhythms, the earth patterns. You know, I think it's one of the reasons I've been feeling that strong call to my kitchen witching. It's like, now is the time to start canning and jarring and putting away the harvest. The final harvest is is nigh. It is coming quickly. This is the time when you are taking a full accounting of your pantry. You know, ancestral memory is coming into play right now. We start feeling that sense and awareness that the lean times are coming. So we want to start storing up. Now, is that something that we have to do now? No, but the blood holds memories longer than the mind. And we have that in our, in our instincts as we feel a chill begin to creep into the air, as we get a sense of the earth falling into rest, falling into its temporary slumber, we get a sense and a, a need and a desire to put away, to store. And that is going to be something we can honor and we can translate it into other areas of our life. Recognizing, even if it's as simple as leaning into that administrative sensibility that Virgo brings and start switching out your ro wardrobe, start checking and seeing if your winter clothes are still going to fit or if you still even like them <laughs> if you have children now is the time to be mindful of any growth spurts they've had the odds of them still fitting into some of their clothes from last winter are very slim so address it now start making a list start planning what changes you need to make now is a great time for sprucing up the house and virgo has that energy for you that cleaning and making new that assessing energy it's kind of one of the things i made a little note for myself it is time to conmari your resources your schedule it is time to declutter it's time to conmari even the things you put your energy towards and i think that's a great way to consider it that's certainly how i'm going to be thinking about it especially as i sent my set my intentions I'm going to be doing a final big like KonMari push before it's time to settle in more for the winter. So I'm going to be going over our clothing and our food stores. And I mean, not that we have to store up as much. We live in an area where groceries are easy to obtain year round. But 
getting rid of the old. We have old pillows, old blankets, old towels that need to get donated to animal shelters. If you have old blankets, towels, pillows, if they are significantly worn, don't donate them to secondhand stores, thrift stores, because there is a, a, a dignity that we need to allow and recognize for people who might be shopping at those secondhand stores when the vast majority of their donations are tattered and stained, there is something significant being communicated that we do not see those who shop there as being worthy of items that we would use. It's saying, well, I'm never gonna use this again, it's gross. Here, poor person, you can use it. Whether or not you mean that, that is the message you are conveying. And furthermore, if you are donating something that you feel you wouldn't give to a friend, if you're donating something you wouldn't give to a friend to a loved one, then chances are you are donating something that the thrift store cannot even use. And they are going to have to spend additional time and resources disposing of it. You know, there's a huge issue with some of the thrift stores. We have women's shelter thrift stores where the proceeds go to supporting the, the women's shelter and some of the goods go towards helping these women who are escaping abusive situations, these women who have children who are trying to restart their lives. It, they are items that go to them to start their new life. And people will literally dump trash at the drop-off area. They will literally dump giant, like, broken, stained, disgusting sofas, mattresses, all kinds of things. And then it puts that thrift store in the position of having to haul away those items at their own expense. And that's so wrong. That is, that is literally stealing money from the most vulnerable because you are too lazy to take your garbage to the dump. That's a whole other rant and I'm definitely going to address it later on. Point being, definitely take time to do this, to clear out your, your things that you cannot use anymore. If they are in good condition, donate them. If they are not, see if you can find a way to recycle them. Look up ways to upcycle them. I save all kinds of fabrics because you can use them to make pouches for your tarot cards. You can use them to make dream pillows. You can use them to make little charm bags. You can reuse a lot of things. If something is worn in such a way or you're just not feeling crafty, as I was saying, you can donate those things to a lot of animal shelters. They will take pillows and towels and blankets because it gives padding and something soft they can put in the cages for their, for their animals. And when winter comes, it is brutal. It, it's very harsh for any, any of the animals left out. And we want these places to be as well stocked in what they need as possible to provide as much support to strays as possible. And I know like people feel one way or another, if you fix your pets, it really takes care of the, the issue with strays. It is a cruel and unkind existence for animals who are strays, especially in suburban or urban areas. It is very unkind because they are having to deal with instincts that 
are very counterproductive to the survival in an urban environment. They have reduced food sources. They have a higher chance of being preyed upon, not just by any natural predators that um, particular animals may face, but humans. Humans can just be horrible. So, you know, spay and neuter your pets, but also this is a great opportunity if you have things that can be donated to animal shelters. Now's the time to do it. Likewise, now's the time donating items that you have no use for extends the life of that item. And depending on what it is, like it can bring such joy to somebody else. Books are a great example. It is very hard for me to donate books, but now is the time to critically look at your bookshelf. And again, apply some of that KonMari. You don't have to get rid of everything and lead a completely you know, austere life. Is that the right word? No, I don't know. I feel like it is though. It's okay to have things and things you like. As somebody who basically collects hobbies as a hobby, I have so many different craft materials and I always come back around to them. So of course I keep them, but I make sure they have a home or if they don't have a home, it is time now for me to make sure I create a home for them somewhere where I can easily get to them as I wish, but that they are not cluttering up the general living area. These are some suggestions and things to think about during this super black moon in Virgo. It's a mouthful, isn't it? Now is the time to ground, look around, see what is continuing to serve you, release the things that no longer serve you. This is when, again, I mentioned this Virgo has this administrative sensibility to it. So this is when you put pen to paper as well. Write out your map, your game plan, make your list. Now is the time when that energy is going to be available that you can successfully execute a more organized strategy. So lean into that, utilize that energy because now is a great time to do it. And we are complicated people with a lot of strengths and weaknesses. So if this is something that's a weakness for you, now's the time to maybe gently exercise that muscle. If it's a strength for you, now is the time to make sure that you don't fall into perfectionism, which is something that can happen if you overly engage. It's like the downside of Virgo is that you can get fixated, obsessive to the point of not getting anything done. It's paralysis by analysis, basically. Virgo can easily turn into wanting to be a perfectionist to such an extent that you don't do anything, because if you can't do it perfect, why do it at all? If that sounds like you, now is a time to reflect on that and to try to pull back a little bit, because we have that big Virgo energy happening, which means we can also reflect on our strengths and weaknesses that Virgo rules over. So those are some suggestions, a couple of ideas that you can take into consideration. Do what works for you. Do what is best for you. It's going to be, I'm excited, like I slept so great last night because this is the the phase and sort of the point in lunar cycles when I feel the best, I get very excited around the new moon because it's, it's a very refreshing feeling. And then when the, like coming up to and hitting the full moon, I tend to feel like overdone, like too much. It's, it's 
too much energy. I My insomnia gets really bad. So I was able to sleep great tonight. I've been doing my kitchen witching and my cleaning and my crafting. And I will be leaning in to this Virgo energy as I set my intentions for the next cycle. I encourage you to do the same. How will you be celebrating? I would love to hear from you. You can leave a comment on my Facebook page. I'm Mad Mag the Witch. My page is Mad Mag's Curios Emporium. You can email me at mad.mags.curios.emporium at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram. Oh, I don't have a picture to go with this one. Hmm. Oh, well. Um, hit me up on Instagram. I would love to hear what your plans are and what you wind up working on manifesting if you are comfortable sharing it. You know, if you've got some cool pictures of spell jars, I'm totally down for seeing that kind of content if you're comfortable sharing it and we can just get a conversation going. So I hope you're as excited as I am. I hope you're able to do a lot with this energy. Let me know if you have any questions. And in the meantime, find your balance, be your best self and take no shit.